For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. The 21-year-old white man charged with murder and attacks on three Atlanta-area massage parlors had his first scheduled court appearance for today abruptly canceled. No reason was given for the delay. Robert Long reportedly has admitted fatally shooting six Asian women, a white woman, and a white man. Cherokee County Sheriff's Department Captain Jay Baker is drawing harsh condemnation for his explanation following Long's reported confession to police. He understood um, the gravity of it, and he was pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope, and, um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Baker also said Long reported a sex addiction and said he attacked the parlors to get at his temptation. Los Angeles Congressman Ted Lieu said based on the press conference, he would not have confidence in the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office to conduct a fair investigation that respected the Asian victims. He called for the FBI to take over. Police say they're still trying to determine whether the killings were a hate crime. California Assemblyman David Chu says there's no doubt in his mind. Make no mistake. Those murders were hate crimes fueled by racism that has festered during this pandemic. We're gathered here today because since the beginning of this pandemic, while all communities have been hit hard by this pandemic, our API communities have had to deal with the twin threats of not just the COVID-19 virus, but the virus of racism. District of Columbia police arrested a Texas man near Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence She hasn't yet moved in while the residence undergoes renovations. Authorities said the man was detained by Secret Service officers following an intelligence bulletin from Texas. Police said Paul Murray of San Antonio was held on charges that he carried a large-capacity ammunition-feeding device, a dangerous weapon, a rifle, and unregistered ammunition. ABC reported Murray's mother called Capitol Police after he made statements that worried her. Court documents said Murray complained to police he wasn't getting support from Veterans Affairs and was not taking prescribed medication. Georgia's first black U.S. Senator, Raphael Warnock, used his first floor speech to blast a wave of Republican-backed measures that would make it harder to cast ballots in many states, including Georgia. We are witnessing right now a massive and unabashed assault on voting rights unlike anything we've ever seen since the Jim Crow era. This is Jim Crow in new clothes. Since the January election, some 250 voter suppression bills have been introduced by state legislatures all across the country, from Georgia to Arizona, from New Hampshire to Florida. Warnock's speech followed Senate Democrats' introduction of a sweeping election law overhaul called the For the People Act. It would override many of the restrictive measures that Republicans are pushing at the state level. Warnock is the Senate bill's lead sponsor. The House is set to vote today on one bill giving more than two million young dreamer immigrants and others legal status and a chance for citizenship. A second measure would do the same for about one million immigrant farm workers. Both seem certain to pass the House, but party divisions and solid Republican opposition means pushing immigration legislation through the Senate remains difficult. The Dreamers bill would grant conditional legal status for 10 years to many immigrants up to age 18 who were brought to the U.S. as children before this year. They'd have to graduate from high school or have equivalent educational credentials, not have serious criminal records, and meet other conditions. 
The other bill would let undocumented farm workers who worked in the country over the past two years, along with their spouses and children, get certified agriculture worker status. That would let them remain in the country for renewable five-and-a-half-year periods. They would also have a path to earn green cards. Russia has recalled its U.S. ambassador. The recall took place hours after ABC aired an interview with President Biden in which he answered affirmatively when questioned about whether Russian leader Vladimir Putin is a killer. He will pay a price. I, we had a long talk. He and I, we've, I, I know him relatively well. And I, the conversation started off. I said, I know you and you know me. If I establish this occurred, then be prepared. So you know Vladimir Putin. You think he's a killer? Mm-hmm. Putin's spokesman deplored what he called very bad remarks by the U.S. president that he said made it clear Biden does not want to normalize relations. I'm Eileen Alfandiri for Pacifica Radio.